welcome to Line Check. This is a podcast where we discuss the Scottish music industry and share advice for indie musicians. Today, our guest is not a musician. It's actually our friend Naomi Head, who is a writer, social media expert and consultant, fellow podcaster and gender equality enthusiast. Do you agree with that intro, Naomi? Yes, I do. Thank you very much. All right, our intro song this week is by Pinlight and it's from the Cover to Cover album. It's uh, Pinlight covering Jen Athens' song, Somebody Else. And the video for that is dropping this Friday on my channel, as Feel a Little Music. Uh, Jack is also here. Sorry. Hi, Jack Higgs. Hello. Hello. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. Thank you. How are you both? We're good. We're tired, probably, I think, after weeks of this. Understandably, um, you've been cover to smashing cover. It. It's been really good. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've been busy, but um, the success of the album has, has been really nice and it's nice that people are actually responding well to it and, and buying it. That's the key thing, <laughs> really, because um, we're trying to raise as much money as we can and we're hoping. Uh, by this, by the time this episode come out, comes out, Bandcamp Friday will have gone, so I'm going to be optimistic and say that we broke £500. Let's say that for Scottish <laughs> Women Inventing Music. Yeah, Yay, we did it, everybody. That's amazing. In the past, that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's been a tiring number. How long has it been going now? Since since January, Ooh. we like January started. Actually, no, it's probably been going longer than that because we brainstormed it back and <laughs> like at the end of 2020, and then we were yeah, like, we okay, let's kick it off in January, and then January, February, March, April. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're, we're about Yay. four or five months down the line now, and it's um, four or five months in. It's taken on a life of its own. It has, yeah. Like, I thought it'd be a nice project where I can just sort of <laughs> contact other female musicians and get them to cover stuff, and then I'll just sit back and let them do that. It's turned into <laughs> much more work than I first anticipated. Um, not not in reflection of the artist, just the organising, the interviews, the the publicity stuff you have to do, and, yeah, obviously the, the social media um, bombarding <laughs> for people to know and have heard of the thing, at least, um, you know, so they yeah. have to be able to see it. So it's been tough, but... I think we're hoping to make it an annual thing so next year we can take a bunch of stuff that we wish was a bit better this time and um, mm-hmm. improve it next year, hopefully. Because yes. um, Yeah, yeah that's kind of where we're at in the project now, isn't it? Like, yeah. we're kind of going, okay, so let's just finish this part and then we can sit down with the girls and we can chat and see what they'd like to improve, what we would like to improve, um, areas where it's been really good, areas where it could just be better. Um, but no, overall, like, like you, I didn't quite anticipate how much work it would be. No. <laughs> when we started it and brainstormed it, we were like, oh yeah, it'd be really nice. Like we can just pop in like one or two covers a week. It'll be fine. It's just like a drop in a video every other like day. Yeah, no, fine. it's literally been like featuring artists, promoting artists, like promoting the work itself, talking to different publications. And now like what we've got in the pipeline as well, we've got an Instagram takeover, which is yes. probably happening this it'll week as well. It'll be happening, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, happening. Uh, that's with so, Refresh yeah. Magazine, right? It's with Refresh Magazine, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My day yeah. is Monday, so I'll have done mine by now, but currently I'm excited to do it. <laughs> Yeah. Show everyone another boring <laughs> life in the day of me during the pandemic is going to be no. great. You do such exciting stuff. Plus, like, if you really want to, you can all go, like go Gefargeist on it and just do it with Neil as well. So, like, throw stuff That's at true. him, get him to yeah. jump out of cupboards. I don't know, whatever yeah. you guys do in your free time. To be fair, like, yeah, the last time Gefargeist did a takeover, like, I started it and he was really reluctant, and then I came home, I think, from a walk, and he was had all these ideas, and we had to film stuff like seven or eight times, like different takes, <laughs> until we got it right. So we got really into it. Neil is <laughs> yeah. the cutest. For someone who like hates social media so much and doesn't want to be seen on it and doesn't want any presence on it, suddenly he was super into it and getting really creative and particular about his Im- image and his creativity. It was fun. Um, have you ever done an Instagram takeover, Jack, of like another channel or, or a music publication? I haven't. No, no. I've been seeing a lot of um, a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of people been doing takeovers recently with EML. Um, and uh, it seems to, it seems to be a really good, I guess, um, method of, I guess, uh, I almost said cross pollination, <laughs> cross promotion. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> true. Though. We're all just beautiful flowers looking to grow together. Um, so yeah, um, I think it it seems like a really cool concept. Uh, I've just yet to put myself out there. I guess. Yeah, I think mm. yeah with with. Um, Edinburgh Music Lovers from when I did it the, the point of it was really 
they wanted to um, allow artists to like showcase not just their work but their like personality and and the exciting mm. stuff they've got mm. coming up. And it's again, it's kind of like cover to cover where we thought they'll just run it and it'll be fine. I think email did mm-hmm. a better job than we did. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think if you just mm. hit up Edinburgh Music Lovers and ask to take over for a day, I'm sure they could squeeze you in because they just have to know it's happening and agree to it, I think. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. to speak for them. Nice. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm speaking for them. Go, go hit up Just invite yourself email. in. Have a planned <laughs> siege. <laughs> if you want um, to do a takeover for them because they, when I did it, they were super lovely. So I'd advise that to you, Jack, and also other nice. indie musicians who have exciting stuff happening mm-hmm. or want to cross-pollinate like a lovely bee yeah well cross-pollination is like huge isn't it you know yeah. like you need to do that yeah. now as well and it's like what you do with local heroes it's what you do yes. with saturdays it's what we're doing with cover to cover albeit on a bigger scale and stuff but like mm-hmm. it's really nice to see people getting to showcase their personalities and their work processes and stuff too because um yeah I'm sure you guys find this as freelancers as well. You kind of just sit on your own and you go, oh, I don't know if this is actually a good idea. And then you share it, you showcase it, and then people are like, oh, yeah, I do that too. And you're like, good, I'm not crazy. Amazing. Oh, good. Yeah, it's nice to not Mm. feel absolutely insane with your ideas you have. With local heroes, like um like getting bands to share it and stuff there's not really any downside for the band because then their audience um gets to experience other people's new music and other artists new music and then you know the the uh, the fans of another artist will hear their stuff as well so that's the cross pollination that's kind of supposed to have my local heroes and that's why i want the playlist to be as big as it can be so we have all these different bands audiences mm-hmm. discovering new music together and like cross pollinating basically mm-hmm. So, so with cover to cover, um, speaking about um, lots of different, I suppose, not only styles but personalities coming across. How do you find, like, with with the whole experience that you had, how has each song, um, the personality come through? I suppose the original artist that wrote them. Uh, how do you feel the songs in themselves have changed, and and what what do you think that's brought to the album as a whole? Yeah, I think everybody has brought their own personalities to the songs, but it's been really nice to Mm. also see what they keep from the original and what inspires their versions as well. Um, I've spoken to a couple of the artists about it. So I spoke to Jen Ella and I spoke to Mima. Uh, Mima Moreau or Mero. I'm sorry, Mima. Um, Mero. (laughs) um, And like they were just talking about how they've really enjoyed getting to do mm. something that's kind of completely different. It takes them away from their own style, but then they just kind of go and see how they can still keep elements, but what, like how people, different people emphasize different words or put different stresses on things. Um, like, yeah, it's, it's really nice to see everybody getting on board, being really enthusiastic and mm. wanting to try something different as well. So I I don't know, I've really enjoyed that. Like, I think one of the biggest transformations was Minotaur, Francesca's version of Minotaur. Yes, I agree. Like that is, it blew me away. Like she's fantastic anyway, but like she absolutely (laughs) blew me away for that. I remember like when you sent it to me and I just went, oh my God, this is like (gasps) haunting and amazing. Was so enthusiastic and no, but I don't think anybody was like, forced to do something they didn't want to do or play in a style they didn't want to do that's what we wanted to make really clear to everybody when we're going into it is that you're covering an artist's song but it does please don't do like a a brick by brick exact copy of it please bring your own uh style and your own sound to it and i think everybody has fulfilled that brief really well um francesca being one example there's also like 12 other examples (laughs) on the album Mm -hmm. um of them being able to bring their own personality and their own sound and yeah promote their own sound via this project as well which is also what we wanted to do we wanted people to again cross-pollinate and hear songs they liked and then go to the artist the original song and the cover and check out both that's what we wanted as well and i think we from the djs and stuff i've spoken to about it they're like oh there's some people i know on this and some people i don't know and now what's happened there is that promote promoting people or people you'd email in that big spreadsheet that i have they're now seeing names that they want mm-hmm. to talk to more. So again, more cross-pollination and more opportunities for mm-hmm. these 13 women, hopefully as well. Um, yeah, it's nice to talk about it and not feel like, um, I mean, I know it's obviously a podcast, it's going to be public and stuff. I don't feel like I have to sell it um, yeah. here, which is nice. Mm-hmm. 
yeah um, it has been lovely. like door-to-door sales for a little while been like hey yes. we're doing this thing would <laughs> you like to hear calling. about this thing <laughs> like it's so good um but like no, that's didn't ask nice. for it, but here it is. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that like hey so you don't know me or any of this stuff yeah. but will you um please let me talk about this with you or you know write yeah. some stuff or whatever um can i pitch this please yeah. please please don't throw me out <laughs> um but no it's been it's been really good it's just it it was born of something so small and something seemingly so insignificant and a really it's strange because as your social media manager i guess if we want to like get into it yeah oh here's another tip for everybody know those bots on instagram message them (laughs) you get great results but like naomi's not a bot um, she's not a bot (laughs) you know like just having having that for so long as well i am at a bit of a loss as to what we do next but i'm kind of excited because (laughs) at least now we won't know what comes next um Mm -hmm. but yeah may is going to be interesting (laughs) (laughs) but we do have a fantastic album as a result so like i'm not even slightly upset about it like it, it is just great um but yeah you're you're totally right like there's so many amazing covers and amazing artists and also the fact that like all of these women no matter how big or small their audiences have been like they're all getting the same platform they're all getting the same opportunity and now they're networking within themselves and some of them have actually released music together Maima and Jen Athen released music together recently which is great um so Jen Ella's released music Sari's released music Maima Francesca um, I'm pretty sure Pinlight does have music coming soon as well. And yeah, I think so. Casey Kay. Wills also has an EP dropping mm-hmm. end of this month. Everyone's like, everyone's just releasing music constantly. It's mad. Mm-hmm. It's really mad. Yeah. And we're hoping things like like the reason Cover to Cover kind of started was from the the Spotify stats that I might have mentioned on this podcast when it first came up in like November, mm-hmm. of like sixty eight point five percent of the artists on Spotify, which is like. One of um, Spotify's main editorial playlists for Scotland, really. Um, they were all male and male artists having more than one song on there as well. So, like, only, like, what is that, 31.5? My maths is terrible. Mm-hmm. Percent of the playlist was uh, women. Um, and Pop Girls, shout out to Pop Girls again, pointed this out. Um, Cola and Josephine Sillers. And you and I just talked about it and we're like, why is this a thing? Why mm-hmm. is the algorithm decide to do this? Um, and we did a bit of research and realized that one of the factors of the algorithm is the amount of, um, well, one, it's obviously the Spotify stats, so followers, listens, all that stuff, all that lovely stuff we look at every day at three o'clock. Um, <laughs> and it's also the amount of coverage that the artist receives. So if they're releasing something and people are excited about it, if their things are being shared, how their social media presence is, that all influences it as well. So we thought, well, what if we do a big big massive project <laughs> with lots of women that um, gets lots of coverage is mentioned everywhere um, and see if that helps influence the playlist. So what I'm hoping happens with Cover to Cover is that these artists who are involved get their profiles risen a little bit as well. Obviously not like loads, like I'm not saying I'm Britney Spears and they're coming on my journey, but <laughs> being involved in something with like that much press coverage, I hope we'll see more of their songs getting on the Scottify playlist and similar playlists as well. Mm-hmm. So they can share the stage with their male counterparts it really seems like a lot of the way spotify works is whilst obviously it's nice to believe that hard work and good promotion is rewarded with with i suppose more growth and more visibility it does kind of seem like the rich get richer and if you're not already on top then you just get pushed to the bottom and that that really does seem much like there's it feels to me maybe just because throughout lockdown I feel I at least have been looking a lot more inward with the way promotion works and what I want to do with it and how it how it all works to release stuff purely digitally and not actually do gigs of it. Yeah. Um it feels like uh the promotion is 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 very easy to go down a hole and not feel like you're going to get anything out of it and it kind of sucks to put that much time and energy into it and feel like it's all left up to almost chance. I mean, yeah, how many of these editorial true. players might be, might be, I suppose, AI run, and it's this less the about thing, like, the actual quality of what you're saying. When I've talked to uh, PR people about it, or people in, in the biz about it, they often say it's like, 
an AI. It's not like no human person would put all these songs together is basically what their general idea of it is. They're not sure, but they're mm. pretty positive that it's just run by mm -hmm. a bot. Um, like even looking at the, what the International Women's Day playlist thing they did, where it was like, <sighs> <laughs> just to bring that up again, it was like half um, like older, very, very famous Scottish female artists. And then the other half was like people who'd already been on the playlist that they just put back up there. So it didn't seem like very well thought out. And it was only for a day as well. <laughs> um, Featuring Annie Lennox just, and the yes, Arrhythmics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Texas, I think, were on there as well. Texas, who Brilliant. are still gigging, but I think mainly on shows like Strictly Come Dancing and they're not really... In eight. I'm sure they are taking some money from the Spotify pie, but it's probably not their. They probably wouldn't benefit from being on a one-day international women's playlist as much as much as some of the women we've worked with, you know, in the last yeah. um, mm. four or five months. So, like, mm -hmm. it just felt a little bit of a wasted opportunity to have a playlist featuring all women and have some of the women be. I'm sorry, Annie Lennox, almost retired, I think, at this point. You've made it. You've done the thing. You can just rest on your laurels and do occasional gigs and be like, see you later. I'm going to go. Give Set us a slice of that Scottopie. Number one album. Yeah, Scottopie. Oh, that's good. <laughs> we should do that. That's hard to say. But like we've talked about this before with the Spotify, how the pot kind of works is like, it's like they take all the money made from all the streams and I think it's something ridiculous like over three quarters is assigned to labels and, and music management companies who have like shares in Spotify anyway most likely so like all mm -hmm. the big is it a big three now the record labels I can't remember this is all it used to be a big five wasn't it? it was a big five and I think it's now gone down to a big three when two of them or like the other ones, some have got swallowed up and become one big conglomerate, basically. So all these big That's just big business. <laughs> they own shares in Spotify um, mm. and also get a slice of the monthly pie. And this tiny little sort of slice left is where the artists with under, let's say, like a million monthly listeners sit. And that's a lot mm. of artists. That's the majority of artists in this little bit here. <laughs> that's the problem. It's, and it's you're worth all a, getting... It's worth pointing out, as an audio like based media fee is making some pie shapes with her hands over oh over, sorry yes. <laughs> over Google Hangouts. I'm also saying the size of the thing yes I'm holding my hands like Oliver begging for more to demonstrate this more? slice of this tiny you want pie more, more yeah. from Spotify just no release more. a new song every week it's not that yeah. hard or expensive <laughs> I have 17 yachts <laughs> Why does everyone want to buy my fantastic yacht? Sorry, going back to the pie-shaped A hands. massive so yacht. So, like, the majority of the money is going to the big shareholders slash mm -hmm. management companies. And the big dogs in the music industry, this tiny slice of pie, is where artists like Jack and I and the thirteen other art, uh, the 12 other artists mm. are in cover to cover and many, 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 many others sit. So that's why you see people getting, like, 10,000 streams equates to maybe, like, £40 or less than £40. And mm. it's just not equal... Oh, so sad. <laughs> you said that because uh, I like you reached what eleven thousand streams the other day for yeah, the yeah. Geist. and I was like, congratulations! And you were like, yeah, it only really equates to forty quid, and I was like, yep. how? Yeah, how does it only equate to forty? And quid? a monthly membership to Spotify, like I don't know what the basic rate is, but I know that for like a family plan, it's about ten quid. Yeah, seven ninety nine is a basic plan, but ten quid is your own. So yeah. any amount of time we've really, we have, we started releasing music in, let's say, like November, and we're releasing. Mm -hmm. We've released two songs since then to now. Um, mm. So we've paid for a monthly subscription like six times and we've earned 40 quid back. It's <laughs> a loss of 20 quid. Yay! Which is ridiculous. <laughs> Not to mention paying to upload uh. the music in the first place. That was also a fun thing. So distributors charge uh. a fee and there's a before million of them. You use... Sorry. Jack, Sorry, please jump you, in before I have a rant. <laughs> no, I'm joining the rant. Let's listen. Rant has entered the arena. Like... <laughs> <laughs> before you've even Kill paid the musicians or come up with the idea for the song and spent countless hours not getting paid ugh, trying to eliminate that 5k hiss <laughs> honestly Spotify give us the pie give us the pie we need more of the pie it's not fair but this yeah. is like they're now trying to instead distract with all this like virtue signaling yeah. stuff with Spotify equal. loud and clear equal yeah yeah and it's just, you're like, okay, loud and clear is supposed to be for transparency, but where is the actual transparency? Because yes. shouldn't the artists who are getting the majority of the pie be transparent and say that they're getting a lot of money from Spotify? Yeah. And maybe because they work with labels and should be getting paid through those labels anyway, why are they not 
giving up some of their pie for other people. Like, well, that, why would you do that? that? I don't power understand. Works. <laughs> Yeah. Not, well, that's true. Unfortunately, yeah, that's it's true. like the whole because money. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I know. What I'm trying They've to figure out a way to make this horrible system work for them. Let's free Britney and take back the music industry. That's what I'm saying. Um, the only reason woo! my mix is loud and clear is because I paid professionals <laughs> real money to make it so. Come on, Spotify. There was a couple of things mm. I've been like, they're trying to fix up their. Uh, pitching I think yeah the pitching thing that, that they do when you upload a song before it's released you can pitch to editorial playlists and they're trying to make that I think from what the loud and clear thing is basically saying they're trying to make that more accessible and, and more transparent mm-hmm. as to how that kind of works at the same time the numbers do make you quite disheartened it was something like uh, I'll double check but it was something like 2000 new artists last year got on an editorial playlist that hadn't been on before and it's like that's not considering how many artists are on Spotify that's not a mm. great ratio <laughs> especially when we're all trying no. to work towards getting on these playlists for you know to get new audiences mm-hmm. 2000 out of like Snyderverse. billion yeah <laughs> restore the Spiderverse pretty much yeah I said yeah, Snyderverse <laughs> Oh, Snyderverse. Yeah, I've not seen that. I've not, I've not taken an interest I don't, in that, I'm I don't, afraid. I don't no. care. <laughs> I'm just trying to be topical. <laughs> Snyder, shut down. Snyder. Just trying to Snyder's ensnare career. the youth to listen Ruin. to this episode. Yes. I mentioned exact Snyder. Please, oh dear. listen um, to this 20 minutes in. I'm sure you'll start to get it. <laughs> um, going back to distributors for a second, that's another cost we have to deal with is choosing... Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of the many, 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 many ways to actually release music to all these services and all of them cost. There's some that have like DistroKid have a flat fee. You can add on extras if you want and you can get like, what was it called? YouTube Legacy? I don't know. Who cares? And other <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but I think some of them, Emu Bands, do they charge per release? Is that how yeah, they work? Yeah, so I, I distribute it, yeah. through Emu Bands, which is a Glasgow-based um, digital distributor. Um, and the way they do it is a flat fee per release. Uh, but once it's released, it's, it's up there um, unless, forever. I guess, you, yeah, it's there forever unless you specifically remove it or request it to be changed or whatever. And then all of the all of the rights and streaming royalties come back to you because you've already paid them. Okay. So it's, it's, a good, it's a good deal in that sense, um, but it's quite different to, I presume, I think you use DistroKid, um, yep. where isn't it like $7.99 or, or $9.99? They have different um, year, plans, yeah. Different plans, but like, like a fee for a year that's quite low, mm-hmm. which makes it more competitive and a lot of people buy into it. Um, yeah, it means you're not so spending. Say you, can, you were releasing a song every week, that would probably yeah. be the most economical option for you. Exactly. But the only, through a service you paid yearly. The only downside is, I think, once you stop paying for that service, your your tracks would be removed. Oh, no, don't you, worry. There's an extra you, fee. Up, yeah, of course. Unless you upgrade to... <laughs> YouTube Battlefront 2 Legacy <laughs> Ultimate Edition or whatever. Train Simulator 2012. <laughs> the best farming simulator, barn none. It's in a field of its own. <laughs> um, yeah, there we yeah, go. She's so. in a line check episode. She's no idea what's happening or what. <laughs> No, I, I don't. But you know what? It's great. I'm loving yeah. it. It's very it's very reminiscent of how you I love record to travel. my own podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I do love to travel. <laughs> we should talk about Jingle Bells as well in a second. Yeah, as well. She knows um, I love to yeah. travel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> travel. Um, but DistroKid, I think you do have to pay a fee every time you upload a song for it to remain on there. So that's something to consider as well if you are... Mm. So maybe it's not actually that economical if you're releasing a song every week <laughs> I, th- I think if you to want do. to keep it up there instead of yeah. necessarily having to keep paying effectively yeah. a yearly but lifetime membership to keep your music yeah. actually up there um then it's it's like paying a subscription fee and the flat fee that you would from emu bands yeah. that's the way i say it at least right and i'm not quite sure what the what the um percentages with the royalties maybe with DistroKid they take a scoop of the stream money that I comes in first or I'm not sure I don't think so I don't think so I, I mean we're talking so. about buttons here so half a button is still pretty small so yeah it's still it's, it's not, it's not worth fighting over until you're essentially signed to EMI anyway yeah um, I think if we're talking about if there's anybody who's not sure which one to pick um, 
the best thing to do is really to ask like other musicians what they prefer or what they found useful and see if you can find like which one has the most pros much because there's too many to be like this is the best one and they yeah, all have very similar models so it's quite hard to suggest which one you should definitely go for like i know my dad is a big fan of tunecore um mm. Because it looks like it's from Windows ninety five, but it doesn't mean that it's not a Perfect valid option dads. as well. <laughs> I think we used it for my very first um, EP, and I think that's mm. why it's still we still have an account with them. Basically, CD Baby is another one. Yeah, uh, A Wall is kicking about. I think A Wall is trying to present itself as more like a label or a sort of selection process. And I know they take a percent of your a percentage of your royalties for like kind of managing you kind of not I don't know it's something weird like that I'm not sure how AWOL really works but I know that they they in quotation marks select their artists so you can't you can apply but they will tell you whether or not you're successful and that whole other level of hierarchy I'm not a huge fan of but I'm mm. sure if anyone's working with AWOL let us know your thoughts on it this is just an outsider looking in going that seems weird um, and there are a bunch of others but yeah do your research and ask other musicians which one they prefer and decide which one's right for you um, but always make sure there's a legacy thing like so if you leave that person the music doesn't go and you don't lose all your streams <laughs> not even if you what? leave that service if you leave that person prenup you got to make prenup. sure you've got, got prenup <laughs> it's something that you need to have get a prenup with you <laughs> to ship you today so but anyway back to submit hub uh, oh yeah, <laughs> we need to have a submit hub section every time. People love the submit hub oh, episode so much. I'm we need to mention it. I've, I've I've avoided it like since that episode. I've not gone back. Yeah, some, same, people have, gone. some people have suggested things like Groover to me, which I think is a similar deal. I have I have I heard of Groover. It's it French, more. isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's why I kind of I think I struggled with it a bit because I was trying to upload obviously a Geffer guys thing. And it was like electronic, and a lot of the the playlist I was being offered was like Brazil summer vibes, and I was like, that's not really what indie coffee <laughs> house is. when you're in <laughs> Bristol. Mm. <Yeah>. Net. <laughs> yeah. Coming down from my necky vibes. <laughs> <laughs> the vegan cokehead diet. There you go with pano chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Patawawa. Um but yeah, so Groover I've heard good things about, so I'll maybe give them a go this time with the new one. But again, I'm mm -hmm. not too fussed about I, I'm quite worried. I'm quite I'm going I'm going into PR again this month for the next Gaffer Guy single and part of me's like I don't wanna <laughs> I I can't be I'm, bothered. I'm I'm starting to think about um the PR like steps and the the release date for the next single i've got coming out and it's mm -hmm. it does sort of feel like every time i take a break from you i realize how good life was <laughs> <laughs> you know um yeah i'm in a toxic yeah. relationship with my social media um, <laughs> and it really yeah. it does feel like it it just takes energy and sap stuff from you unless you get of course a great response um it mm -hmm. to like offset the amount of work and energy you put in, I guess. Like, just as yeah. a slight um, side note to go back to cover to cover, how mm -hmm. different has your experience been with promoting that versus promoting stuff um, purely for Geffergeist or, or yourself as a single? Oh, I would say that having 12 artists help you promote your thing and also having a social media executive consultant planner <laughs> box lady. <laughs> <laughs> has really helped because it doesn't feel like I'm shouting into a void so much if other people are working on it with me first of all and then also they also have the like there's no downside to them also sharing it they also benefit so it's been way easier I think to to mm -hmm. share a collab thing than to be like here's my new single it's yeah it's been a really um eye-opening thing to really showcase the benefit of um, working with other with other artists and promoting other artists as well. It's a really clear example of how that can work really well um, for your own mental health as well. Like as an artist trying to do social media, it's been really it's been so much better to share somebody else's music and get like a really good response from that. And it's been a bit of a relief for me to, to put like another thing of one of my songs up and to get like zero response. So for me, I feel mm. like I'm doing a good thing. Um, yeah, and it's become like a feel of the music kind of become a community building <laughs> place, um, and it's less. Mm -hmm. I am still involved, obviously, as my as my music page, so my music does still crop up occasionally, and that is also part of the 
I don't want to say agenda, but kind of agenda, like it is part of the agenda. <laughs> um, but a very large slice of my pie goes to <laughs> promoting and supporting other artists. And I, for my own sake, I, I'm much happier this way than I would be if I was just punting out. Mm-hmm. I, I've got a live stream tonight and I, sorry, it's so mean to people who do live streams. Um, I, just, I was going to say, like, I think with that and the way that Covers Covers works, for Fiona and also for me as well for writing and stuff is it's a lot easier to fight for other people's work mm-hmm. like it's just much nicer because you're like no their work is important and you know when you're sitting in your freelance bubble and you're all on your own and you're going I'm terrible I can't do anything this is awful but like you share someone else's stuff and you go oh right but they're doing it and they're good and their work is great my work yep. is similar to that so you know it kind of gives you some encouragement as well yeah totally. it's a reassurement um, that what you're doing is is not again yeah. self-absorbed and only you think mm-hmm. it's good yeah i think as well from from looking from the outside it seems like having a fair bit of structures for the release as well um works really well in in your benefit having certain days when you release a new video um and certain days when you know shout out saturdays and putting a new cover out every friday um, it definitely seems like that, I can imagine, makes it a lot more manageable instead of just punting out stuff each and every if, each if and every day or, or without a plan, you know? Yeah. So I, th- no, I can imagine a structure helps. I wholeheartedly support Naomi's structure idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give full credit to her for putting in like, a plan of like what days you mm. post because as you say things like shout out Saturdays or the covers coming out on a Friday it does um, it teaches the algorithm what's going on and also teaches mm-hmm. your audience what's going on as well so people now come to the page on the days to see the thing that's on that day um, mm. rather than ah oh, we got another this is a new exciting thing and it's been 21 days since my last post which I am guilty yeah. of, of doing with Gaffer guys so I'll leave it for a month and be like oh the other thing I dropped <laughs> it again um, my other baby so, my other baby <laughs> my, this is my real son this is my adopted son um, my adopted son you're not my real ladder <laughs> but I would recommend for yeah most most mm. people who are wanting to increase their social media I think yeah just having a basic schedule you know it's just like mm-hmm. you post on a Monday like happy Monday some yeah. nonsense. Oh, it's Friday. Oh, it's the weekend. Just that even is a good start. You know, just two posts a week is a good starting mm. point and then grow it from there. Yeah. Um, oh, no, absolutely. And things that are positive. Well, I mean, when you came to me in October, when we started working together, you'd started doing stuff and it was great and I could see it and I was like, yeah, absolutely. 100% these things, promoting people, working together. Yes. And like... I had loads of ideas. I, but I'm not you idea. had I'm so much vision. <laughs> so much like yeah so many ideas and i was just like it's too much too fast let's start slowly and then yeah so we built in from like what we scheduled you for monday wednesday and i think we didn't really have fridays we had saturdays no yes saturdays and then yeah saturdays built and then you started doing new music fridays after we kind of got into that rhythm i think the only thing that we still struggle with is reactive content and it's always reactive yeah, content a little that we bit. go um what are we doing but also um, the reactive content also does the best so that's the I know, right? as well <laughs> whenever we do a post like it's usually a wednesday now that line checks kind of cutting yeah. down to being like once a month or like a bi-monthly thing the wednesday there's always should be i think for if you're getting to the point where you're posting regularly like reactive content is also clear so you can't plan for everything basically and the more yeah topical posts do tend to do better if they're in the realm of like when that stuff is relevant mm-hmm. or when that stuff's being searched for so that's something to consider as well and yeah we're not great at it yet we'll get there we'll get we'll get no, to that point we we do have a lot of structure so it is nice that we still have the room to be quite flexible with stuff as well um and i mean this is the thing is like social media is such an asshole like it really yeah. is like the dark <laughs> asshole of life um but also like it can be really good too if you just kind of try and you do make that consistent effort because like Fiona said you know you need to teach the algorithm like it's good to find ways to work with it rather than working against it the more you push back against it like the worse that your content seems to do to be honest so yeah mm-hmm. um you know we've been going with the flow i have like from my work with timeout um, in Beijing, you know, like I already know that you need to have things that come out consistently and you need to 
appeal to your audience and what they want to see. Like we would have listicle upon listicle um, and it'd be events oh. for like that week or whatever. So you'd release like a countdown of five top events on a Monday and then link to the list, like the full list. And then you'd come back on like mm. Friday and you'd do the same thing for the weekend. And like I'd have midweek stuff. And then for flexibility, we'd have stuff about like World Baijiu, uh, Baijiu Day. So Baijiu is like Chinese whiskey. So we'd have that. Or like we'd have Chinese Pancake Day or like Noodle Day and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's things that like appeal to your community. Noodle Day is every day for Jack. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like that's yeah. the thing is like, the more we treat it like a conversation but we lead it and let other people come and join in like that's when things start to happen and i think that's, that's what what's works. happened with cover to cover and also yeah. shout out saturdays and we recently added in the open call for local heroes which we've never done before yes but it was a yeah. huge success so like it you was know, we, yeah yeah experimenting but also yeah. trying to keep consistent like that's the thing mm-hmm. like somehow contradictorily like be sturdy but flexible <laughs> yeah like those guys in the wind who are anchored yeah. down but they flap around like this <laughs> one of those guys Woo! what are they called jackie you know weird things what's this guy called wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men see i told you no <laughs> exactly i think the conversation thing is really key as well with social media the more you mm-hmm. can yeah, rather than like as we've talked about many many times in this podcast jack sort of just shouting into the void like here's my new mm-hmm. single and there's the video and that's it and not engaging with other artists doing the same thing or listening to other artists as well and we're in a, we're in a bunch of groups now that we wouldn't have been in a year ago that are about mm. exactly that sharing each other other's music and giving feedback on it and i think stuff like that is really positive and it definitely makes a difference rather than you standing against a brick wall going here's my new thing and dunking your head on it. Yeah. Sorry, again, for the audio medium, I'm hitting my head against my hand <laughs> like it's a brick wall. Um, so yeah, the more you can invite people in and, and just make a bigger connect, make a connection with uh, with other social media users rather than <laughs> just here's my thing and not returning the favor. And also like, I think the sad truth of it is the amount of time you spend on these apps is also key to how well you do. <laughs> which is rubbish the more you use it and the more you you know even just messaging people and like the instagram dm or yeah anything like that that's also key and it's so unfortunate because we know how much it sucks in our soul but you Mm -hmm. have to i just do a daily like for me i just do like a daily 10 minutes in the morning of going through instagram feed and just liking a bunch of like stuff that i find interesting just so i know i've Mm. done it for that day because the the, again the algorithm takes track of how much time you're on the app and how Mm -hmm. much time you're making other people spend on the app because that's their ultimate goal unfortunately is to suck up all of your time to what extent do you think um video is really the way to do that with each post like with everything being quite saturating to get someone's attention do you think a video is either too long to ask of someone or do you think it's the only way to really try and get their attention and make it potentially um reactive or something that someone might want to respond to um i personally really like having a variety of content that's the the Mm. big thing for me um like we have obviously got photo posts we've got video posts um but graphics i think posts. yeah and graphics posts so we've got all kinds of posts um <laughs> but i think that yeah the the key is actually having variety on your feed as well um i think videos are great and i think if you put them into like main feed posts for instagram that 30 seconds either people will want to continue watching or they're gonna continue scrolling and i think yeah. like you can only do your very best what other people do is not up to you and that is the thing so Mm. as long as you're giving them variety and you're giving them stuff to look at like i love the way that you jack lay out your social media i love the fact that you have color schemes for your videos it's the kind of nerdy stuff that i am actually really interested in um like with cover to cover and stuff i'm like we have a color scheme and stuff but no one but me is interested in it um well i like i can see it now it's good people see the colors and know exactly what the post's about now i think that's quite cool yeah they do because it's like it's consistent branding but it also like you know in the same way that 
sorry Jack I'm going to compare you to Taylor Swift in the same way that Taylor <laughs> Swift kept like oh, reinventing shit. herself like you know Jack's singles <laughs> do reinvent themselves every time too Gefargeist also yeah. reinvents themselves like yeah I don't think you can ever just pin your hopes on one type of content I think what yeah. you do has to vary but it has to be consistent and people have to know what like the theme of the thing is or like what the project itself is like it's it's really demanding and I think that is a thing for artists as well is social media is very demanding promoting yourself is very demanding you're not just a musician you're not just an artist you're your own PR manager your own social media person you're probably your own graphic designer your own audio tech all of this other stuff like that is like so underappreciated in all artists because it's not just Mm -hmm. unique to musicians it's for writers too Mm. like I have to promote Mm -hmm. myself I have to like put my own social media work out there like yeah but I think that's the thing is just keep it consistent keep it varied just to make sure that your audience is connecting with you as well like that yeah Mm -hmm. you can't overstate how important that is and that's why yeah even with kind of the slower growth that we've experienced with Fiona Little Music it has been slow but it's always kept going up and that's because Mm -hmm. we've kept it consistent but we've varied the content and we've made the branding recognizable which is something that we're exploring in further detail over the next Mm -hmm. month or so as well so yeah I think that's the thing is like don't pin your hopes on one thing (laughs) (laughs) stop stealing my branding (laughs) (laughs) so when are we going viral Neil? (laughs) no those are all really good points yeah it's very key to to realize that yeah for musicians and for all freelance people the social media is is very overwhelming and the amount of jobs you have to do yourself due to lack of budget lack of interest um all this stuff it is a lot to do so for social media to keep it as well as everything you said also keep it manageable so you're able Mm -hmm. to take steps away from it and focus on the Mm. creative side and the stuff you are doing all of this for which is a lesson i learned quite hardly like remember our Christmas our Christmas episode of Line Check where I had oh, almost yeah. a breakdown like that <laughs> taught me a lot about how to take a step I need to take a step away from it and say no to some stuff and try to take time for me um yeah so uh, yeah all good points keep keep the struggle music musicians and keep, keep the struggle <laughs> I, don't know if that's I, I think <laughs> One of, one of the main takeaways that I've had recently, uh, aside from, was it from 10, 10 to 10, 10 in Delhi, <laughs> <laughs> um, w- one of the main takeaways from social media is I feel like the things, if, if it's going to be sustainable at all, it needs to be something that you actually enjoy or want to do, something that you're passionate about and a medium that you're passionate about. Because yeah. it sucks that I've spent you know multiple hours recording something making a video for something and going hey here's this thing and then occasionally getting like you know maybe fee giving me a pity thumbs up yep um but then i make a meme that i'm very passionate about and then it does a lot better and it's like well that 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 doesn't display any of my like musical capabilities but i guess Mm -hmm. people like memes so like i i think for me i might focus more more on i guess yeah trying to come across more like my personality and like I like mm-hmm. to think that I don't take myself too seriously when I'm you know not taking myself incredibly seriously <laughs> um, so if I can tap into that and make um, part of my online personality mm. be a bit more I suppose laissez-faire and a bit more comedic hopefully um, then I think mm-hmm. that I mean that's my a way phone to is full get of in- little videos of you being hilarious as, as anything and Aww. yeah, if you took that, the the little personal things you sent me and brought even a smidge of it, I guess, to to how you present yourself and that laissez-faire attitude, as you're saying, on social media, I think you'd see good results. You are a meme, Jack. So <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm effectively... I'm, imagine being Jack Hinks unironically. Honestly. Like... <laughs> like I don't know. I, th- I think I get very um, like memey in my in my Instagram stories, but I guess yeah. for the longest time I've taught myself that I want everything I post or like my general profiles to look quite professional or well presented yeah. or slick or whatever. But I think realistically, the stuff that you do often see going down really well is funny day to day stuff. 
Yeah. And maybe I just need to, maybe it'd be good for my wallet as well to take a step back from doing only slick video professional looking stuff. And there's still a place for that in being creative, I guess, because I'm, I'm getting more into doing the video side of things as well as uh, producing stuff myself and now trying to do all the artwork from yeah. sketches that, I, that I'm enjoying doing and makes me feel like I've got, I suppose, more control and, and more of a creative uh, escape that I can muck around with to make. Yeah, rather than just to make music. each release represent how I feel about it instead of maybe necessarily um, not quite getting the point across that I was meaning in only just the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think yeah, you're right. If if I can do some more stuff in my own style, I think that's probably a good takeaway for anyone else as well. Mm-hmm. Just to try and cram, you know, something like a personality that's well, like, hello, here is my music. You can listen to it through this hot link. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening mm. through the hot link. Goodbye. Like and subscribe. Smash that fucking bell. Um, <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's. I don't know. It, oh man! If you're having to put a face on, then it's going to get a lot more tiring really quick. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's like something every, that every I'm still feeling going, burnt What's out up, from. What's up, guys? Yeah. What's up, guys? I'm back with another. What is up, YouTube? How you doing? I'll be very popular. I think like like the bottom line is you can only be you, right? Like that's the thing. Yeah. You're naturally a very charming and funny guy, so if that you can use that to your advantage. Um, yeah. professionalism is obviously a good look to have but it can mm-hmm. be a bit standoffish if there's nothing else like yeah. there's no human side to it I guess so yeah, yeah trying to bring it and I guess like I'm that, just I my own bot oh, <laughs> oh DM to be featured on Jack Hicks music <laughs> <laughs> this is fire <laughs> oh, music <Dope>. bots <laughs> so cute best one out music um, bots I nearly got a post without one like I think I posted Oh, I think I posted Shout Out Saturdays like this week or last week and it was just comments of the artist saying, this is really nice, it's great and I'd left it for a day, came back and they got me. Oh, Damn those DM music for bots. a feature. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. It's like every post is about three or four and I know I can kind of pinpoint why if you use the hashtags that, as we were talking about the other day, hashtags that have like over a million like mentions mm. basically, that that's what the bots are obviously going to follow because that's obviously going to target people who will give money to them to yeah. <laughs> get featured on guitarworld.pm in the same way that like so, it, Spotify is preying on your creativity by making you like overproduce music like the bots kind of prey on people who are fed up of promoting themselves and they're like yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'll give you 50 quid if you get this song like off the ground I don't yeah. care anymore I'm <laughs> sick of talking care. about myself I've lost the will to live yeah yeah and that's it's a like, shame yeah, yeah. I've it's taken to I've taken to just reporting them all and blocking them all and that might make my Instagram go down but I, I see it as improving the service overall mm-hmm. excuse me there's a fly in my lovely soup please take it away and shoot no, it out it the there back as a joke <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah when you see these bots rather than just deleting the comment I'd recommend also reporting them because the only way we really get rid of them is yeah kicking them off the site <laughs> mm-hmm. agreed and it won't solve agreed. it but it will at least make you feel a bit better about getting mm-hmm. spammed <laughs> for doing for your sure. job um, yeah. I also want to quickly mention Jingle Bells as well if anyone is um, <laughs> looking to hear more from Naomi they can check out her very uh, niche and very entertaining podcast Jingle Bells with Rebecca Sherwood or Beck Sherwood I should probably say Beck's poet um, where they discuss <laughs> they discuss um, Netf- is it Net- Netflix only Christmas films um, or is it kind of Hallmark no, we're we're more Everything. specific about like Netflix yeah. Christmas films. Um, yeah, I guess we're like the what's on Netflix at Christmas time podcast. Yes, more than anything. what is on Netflix um. at Christmas time? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they talk about yeah the 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 certain um, cliches that run through all these um, films as well, and the tropes, the Christmas tropes, and um, the arbitrary Christmas Eve deadlines that you see a lot of the time. Um, so if any of you who if, again we're cross pollinating any musicians love Christmas films go check out the back yeah. catalogue of Jingle Bells to discover a whole world of terrible brilliant movies about Christmas you got <laughs> a Christmas song I want to hear it you know yeah like that was true you did a Christmas playlist that was really helpful we actually did. last year yeah, yeah. Um, so many artists that we've we know already um, released Christmas music in December so I sent them all to Naomi and Bex to be used in the Jingle Bells like big Christmas Christmas playlist so 
I know it's what what month are we in? We're nearly in April. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's not really the right time to plug this. But if anybody's interested, please do go check out Jingle Bells Pod. It's on mm-hmm. everywhere, right? Jingle yeah, Bells so Pod. we're on Instagram and Twitter at Jingle Bells Pod. You can find Bex at Bex Poet on everything. You could find me online at Naomi H on everything, and um, that's kind of pluggedy plugged. Pluggedy plugs. <laughs> We've plugged that. We've plugged that. <laughs> All right, um, Naomi, thank you for coming on. This has been really fun to chat about social media and cover to cover with you and with Jack as well. Jack, thank you for coming on to my podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <That's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for chatting with Jack and me about all these um, really important stuff. And I hope that people listening got a good sense of advice from it and maybe hopefully feel a bit better about <sighs> being a musician. Oh, a thank life. you for having me. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Jack, thank you. I'm glad it's been a pleasure. Jack's had a terrible time. He's off to cry in a hole now. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying being a musician. It's shite being a musician. <laughs> exactly. Um, we'll be back um, probably next month with another podcast. We're going to try out this guest thing for a while, I think, and yeah, bring in some more people because there's only so much Jack and I can talk about on our own and it'd be good to get some different perspectives. So we'll be back next month with a whole new set of rambly chats with the person. Um, you can find us um, on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Fiona Dell Music. Jack, you are Jack Hinks Music. That is correct. Once again, our song of the week is Pinlight's cover of Jen Athens' song Somebody Else, which you can find on Cover to Cover, and the video for that will be out on Friday as well. Anything else I'm supposed to say? You can buy Cover to Cover. <laughs> oh, you can buy Cover to Cover on Bandcamp, and all the proceeds will go to Scottish Women Inventing Music, a great organisation doing fantastic work to raise the profile of women working in music in Scotland. See you later, dudes. See you uh, later, dudes. We, we'll, yeah. we'll, see you ne- we'll see you next time. We'll be better then. <laughs> <laughs>